right. Woo! Hey, everybody, we are back for our final episode, at least we think so, of the Enneagram. Yes. Series that we're doing. This is Carrie, and we have a guest with us today. Many of you will know her. It is Miss Michelle. Hello. Michelle Baker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad you're here. Just like the old days. You're just sitting around and chilling and talking. I know. It's so good. Um, anyway, so I kind of like stopped mid thought. So this is kind mm -hmm. of a. Uh, a podcast that is a, uh, I never know the right word to use here, Carrie, the addendum to our series, yeah. You, Me, and God, which we talk about the Enneagram. Yes. I yeah, don't know. we go a little deeper. We try to explore some ideas that maybe we didn't get a chance to in the message. Yes. And what is your your phrase? We get in the weeds a little bit? Like I guess we get in the weeds a little bit on some things. And so um, today we're talking about the Enneagram 7, the very final one. And uh, there's a party going on in here. Can you tell? <laughs> if you're listening, you have no idea what you what just happened in this room. If you're as listening, to watching. you're you're safe. <laughs> you didn't right. witness that. Right. I'm already having so much fun. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because the sevens are all about having fun. Woo! That is a big core piece of their existence. But maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves at this point. So. Uh, and spontaneous. And because, spontaneous. Because we did ask Michelle to do this like spontaneous. Uh, two hours ago. Yep. So. And she's like, sure, <laughs> Let's I'll do it for anything. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so the seven is called the enthusiast. Yes. Right. And um, we'll get into a little bit more about that. But I'm actually curious. Um, have you even heard about the Enneagram? Like, and if so, how and would you have even known maybe that you're seven? You're still even working through like, am I, am I not? So talk to me just a little around like your yeah. experience with the Enneagram or what you know about it. So I've definitely heard of the Enneagram. Um, started hearing about it when I was working here as children's ministry director. Um, the running joke in the office was Tom was very, very set on me being a seven. And I didn't necessarily want to be put into a box. And I was like, you know, I think I'm more of a two one seven. Is that a thing? <laughs> um, but the more I, you know, I actually read through the book and the more I read through it, I do identify primarily as a seven. I do still feel like I have some traits of others, but, yeah. um, yeah, no, it's, it's really interesting some of the things I didn't want to align with that I'm still identifying with of like, what's, what's hard for a seven. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I appreciated on Sunday when you spoke is that sevens are a reflection of God's joy. And that really stuck with me. And I was like, yeah, I really do feel that. I feel like <clears throat> as the person that I am, I am able to kind of take a look around and be in awe of the little things that I think some people might miss mm. and really to like sit in the joy of experiences. And I mean, I'm yeah. motivated. Like that's the seven, right? I'm motivated by the right. things that bring joy or the things that are playful and fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Whether that be confetti cannons <laughs> yes. or... Um, Oh my gosh, during COVID, you were going around to all the oh, yeah. all the kids' the houses grands. for birthdays. And that, I think, was an incredible thing and a gift yeah. to other people. You brought yeah. joy. What would this world be like without sevens? Ooh. Oof. You see, I got, so I have to make a confession here, okay? Okay. As a one, 
sevens annoy me. <laughs> How do you really feel, Tom? <laughs> well, you know, it's just like, I think, I think, and this is not true, and especially of my friend Michelle, sometimes they strike me as like the, um, the not serious sure. ones. They don't take anything seriously and everything's kind of a joke. Where for me, in my personality, it's just like, no, man we got to do this and this and this, and this is the way to do it and all that kind of stuff. And that they just seem irresponsible to me. Right. Again, that is not true because I know Michelle, I've worked with Michelle. She's far from irresponsible, but that's somehow it perceive how I perceive mm-hmm. the life of a seven. Cause they always want to do, 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 go, go, go. And, and uh, honestly, when I have my downtime, I don't want to do anything. Right. So I yeah. don't know. It's just, right. a, it's a personal thing, but it's something I've always struggled with. On the, yeah, but, but, but I will say this, um, <clears throat> As a one in health, which I want to talk about a little bit today, but I go to a seven and which makes perfect sense, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you know this about yes, me. Yes, absolutely. When I am not anxious and I'm feeling the best version of myself, I am playful and fun absolutely. and more spontaneous. Right. And my wife thinks so too. So that's a good <laughs> thing, right? So anyway. Uh, yeah, I remember some office dance parties. Yeah. So spontaneous. 90s rap. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we jammed out. We, we know how to do that for sure. <laughs> um, opposite, the seven goes to one in stress, mm-hmm. which means maybe, and again, t- talk to me about this. Like they would say that a seven, when they're stressed <clears throat> out, anxious, not in a healthy place, become um, less extroverted. Uh, maybe more perfectionist, judgmental of other people, all the things that surround that. Would you kind mm-hmm. of agree with that for yourself? Or? Yeah, I would say definitely when I'm stressed, when I'm tired, when I'm overwhelmed, I shut down, I isolate, I um, reach out less to people. And normally I'm like, how are you? What are you doing? Do you want to get together? Let's go do things. I'm going to, you know, I'm randomly spontaneously going to the beach, Carrie. Do you want to meet up for coffee? Always. Um, (laughs) that still stands. But when I'm feeling stressed, there's less of a reach out. There's less of that joy present. Like it's harder for me to see the things that motivate me and the things that mm-hmm. I find beautiful in this world. And that, uh, yeah, it turns into like judgment of myself and judgment of others and just really um, hard, hard inner critic voice comes out yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that which, yes, that's yeah. a great way to say it because that's the one to have the harshest inner yeah. critic of anybody on the Enneagram. Yep. Yeah. I want to pause really quick because you were saying initially that you were like, can I be a one, two, seven? Yes. <laughs> but... You so the fact that you identify with the one makes sense though because if that is your wing or not your wing where you go in right. whether it's stress or whether in health. So for those of you out there who we've w- covered all the numbers now and you're like, man, I really identify with a couple numbers, but this one can't be my wing because it's not right next to right. me. Pay attention to if it's a number that you do go to in strength or in, in or in health rather or in stress because again there there could be a lot of traits that you have from these other numbers just from the way that all the numbers interact. So Absolutely. I think that makes a lot of sense, Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess while we're on it, we might as well just finish that, that, uh, piece of it. So in, in, um, in stress, you go to a one, but in health, you go to the five, to, five. to the five. <clears throat> um, and so again, what that would mean would be, you probably become a little bit more thoughtful planner before you do things. You're researching the best 
thing to do or the best way to approach a particular situation as opposed to just running from it. Maybe like you could sit down and kind of face it um, with some thought. Um, what else about the five? I feel like fives, I don't know if you if you tend to be worried about what people think, but I feel oh, like yeah. fives are Absolutely. nonconformist. Fives seem to not care what people think I, at all. Yeah. I tend to care what think people think about me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I tend to, when I'm in a healthy spot, when I'm in a healthy like seven zone, I do have that planning aspect of not just, I mean, I still love the spur of the moment. Like I'm going to go do this, but then I'm like, oh, well, let me think about like within the next three months, what are some, what are some things that I'd like to be doing? What are some things that I'd like to be learning? Mm -hmm. Where are some places I would have liked to go? Um, and I'll put some thought into planning that and, and putting Mm. that. Into okay. Play. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. The other interesting thing is both the five and the seven, they're, they're both in the thinking triad, right, Tom? Yes. Right. So talk about that for a little bit. Do you find, do you relate to that aspect of your, of your number? Like the, what does that, what does being in the thinking triad look like for a seven? Mm. Well, this is for a Michelle. I don't know. Sure. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. This is for a Michelle. So you tell me if it's a seven, if it's a five, okay. or if it's something you've never heard of before. All right. We'll see. Um, for me, thinking is most of my energy goes into thinking. Okay. Also, you know, doing the play aspect of a seven, mm-hmm. but I feel like I am thinking always. I'm either thinking of others and how, you know, how are they doing? How can I support them? What do they need? Or how am I doing? What do I need? What support do I need? Um, Or feeling that judgment of like, what are people thinking of me? What are people going to think if I do this? What are people going to think if I do that? Mm. Or if I don't do that? Or, you know, how am I presenting? Am I presenting the way that I want people to receive me? Am I blind to something? Am I presenting a certain way and I'm not even aware of it? Okay. You know, I do a lot of thinking. So, you know, I'm just going to read this. Um, this is from the Enneagram Institute. It says sevens are in the thinking center. I'll try to skip over a bunch of stuff. Um, it might not be immediately apparent because they tend to be extremely practical and engage in a multitude of projects at any given time. Their thinking is anticipatory. They mm-hmm. foresee events, generate ideas on the fly, favoring activities that stimulate their mind, mm-hmm. which in turn generates more and more things to do and more and more things to think about. Um, they can synthesize information well and brainstorm well. They're exhilarated by the rush of ideas and the pleasure of being spontaneous, preferring broad overviews and the excitement of the initial stages of the creative process to probing a single topic in depth. And, and oh, yeah. I do think that that's um, true. I think one, and I think I said this on Sunday, a lot of times sevens start a project but don't end up finishing it because they'll get bored, they'll get uninterested, um, so that is pretty typical. Yeah. Like I'm all fired up. Okay, Let's do so, this thing. Boo, 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 boo. But then it's just like, okay, I'm done. While everybody uh, else is trying to work, you know, I have a story. Okay. So in true seven fashion, I have 23 things that I want to do in the year 2023. Okay. And they're not all the same topic. They're not all the same, like avenue to go down. And I feel like I'm excited about all 23 things, but there's no way I can settle into 23 things in this year. Um, And 
yeah, I do get that sense of like going from one to the other. Oh, well, I tried that. You know, I, I wanted to do more public speaking. I wanted to do more writing, but I did that. And now I'm going to move on to doing improv. And that was fun and that was playful. But if I keep doing that, then I won't get a chance to explore swing dance. And then, <laughs> you know, I don't know how I feel about swing dance. And I think I need a little break. So I'm just going to go run off and play in the woods somewhere. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that is, yes, so on, on point. You're on so point. Seven. I love it. That's good. But it can be overwhelming. Like my energy is there and I, it's like almost like FOMO, like fear of missing out. It's like, I just, I want to do all of the things, but I know if I do all of the things, I won't be able to be present fully for any of it. Mm. You know, that's where it comes into uh, a struggle. Yeah. Well, and to bounce off of that, I think being present, um, so um, I have a friend who would say she's definitely a, a seven and she talks about the next adventure and the next adventure. And she she's definitely admitted that sometimes for her, she realizes it's probably a little bit of running away from mm. like not wanting to deal with pain, not wanting mm-hmm. to deal with difficult things. And I know what I understand of the sevens is that um, or I kind of kind of heard that they live in more kind of like this this half range of emotions where they'd mm-hmm. rather not deal with the pain or the negative things and more kind of stay in the positive. Do you find that to be true for you? Yeah, that's another thing that struck me from um, Sunday. Thank you for bringing that up is the motivation i know you had you had something yeah Yeah. avoidance of pain 100 percent rules my life um you know even in my own processing um with my close friends or with family members or in therapy i find that i will bounce to another topic if i feel like it's getting too heavy or I'm getting mm-hmm. too much pain in that situation, I'll be like, oh, and then there's this thought that I think is connected, but it's not connected at all. Let me talk about that. And then people have to reel me back. Wait, no, okay. let's just sit with that. <laughs> let's breathe into yeah, that. Which is what I said. I, again, I said it differently, but it was like, stop running. And what I mean is yeah. stop running from the pain because sometimes in order to really grow, yep. you need to walk through that yeah. pain. Not sometimes. We do yep. need to... Uh, walk through that or at least learn how to manage that in healthy ways. And I, I'm here's a good time to bring it up because I said I want to get to it. health. Mm-hmm. I had another conversation this week, actually, uh, just so happens to be with another seven because this person was like, oh, that is totally me, whatever. Um, but uh, with every number, it's really interesting, like the things like we take away even from our messages or when we read, because what we're really looking at at the end of the day, if you don't hear anything else from me, we want to be healthy versions of ourselves. Yeah. So when we are healthy, we aren't going to feel boxed in. There are going to be pieces of all these different numbers that we kind of portray, you know what I mean? Um, so we also, we, let's be real and honest with ourselves. Like, yeah, there's these negative sides. We're tend to be this because of our personality, but what we're going for is health. That's what we're going for. And so don't just say, oh, that's me because all this night. No, we, there could be multifaceted things that are going on with that. Yeah. Yeah. Wings. Ah, that's not where I was going to go, but wings no, is good. No, you go first. You go first. No, I like wings. Okay. Wings is good. Don't That's forget what you, I where you're going to go. So wings are the numbers on either side of the primary number you identify with, right? So in this case, it'd be the six, which mm-hmm. is the loyalist. Yes. Or the eight, which is the challenger. You have any idea or concept of maybe what those might be or what you might be based on? I don't identify with eight. Okay. At all. Um, and I feel like I have a very clear idea of what that looks like. 
I don't see that within myself. Yeah. Um, six, tell me more about the loyalist. Yeah, so it's funny. We were talking just, I think, last week. I was like, I think this is the number I understand yeah. the least, if I'm honest. When I think of six, again, head triad, um, they get in their heads a lot. Yes. And they have a fear, almost of they they have to of of, of life. Um, they're the ones in my mind. I, I'm thinking of a six that I know would be like, um, do we? I don't know that we have enough money to make this thing happen, so we need to put everything away and not, you know, mm. we can't have fun until we have that mm. put away. Um, yeah, they can be the kind of worst case scenario. Almost. Yeah, yeah, worst case scenario. And, but they are planners. So like what you yep. said earlier about like oh thinking through all these things and all these scenarios that could somewhat be a six because I think they, they find that they can control their environment by planning ahead, making that list, making that, okay. Like, like my friend who's a six said people in her office will come to her and they know that she's got the plan and she's got the, you know, um, if you're going on a road trip, she's mapped it out all ahead of time, what they're going to bring, where the stops are going to be. Like, um, they're also like given the name loyalist, some of the most loyal people on the Enneagram, they find their people, and they sit with those people through thick and thin. Um, oh, well, so yes. we were even talking about like even <laughs> church kind of stuff. Like, like you want loyalists in your church because mm-hmm. even when things aren't going well, they're not going to be like, oh, I'm out. I'm looking for the yeah, yeah, the greener grass right. at another church, you know. So like, I don't know. That's a little bit of the six. Yeah. Then I would say of the like two you, wings, right? I identify more, most with yeah. the six. Yeah. Um, definitely through friendships, thick and thin. Um, very difficult hard times and situations and I have said no I'm I'm here like I'm mm-hmm. I'm dedicated to this relationship I'm committed to sitting with it even if there's no answers mm-hmm. or um, and then also with the thinking through I feel like for me it feels like oh I'm just gonna think through all of the different scenarios so that I can be prepared for anyone that's going to occur and to me that gives me a sense of control and a sense of safety and okay. peace um, but it also it takes a lot of mental energy mm-hmm. to be like oh well <laughs> if this happens then X, Y, or Z could happen so what are the like 75 backup plans that could happen yeah. to make it so that it's not so bad again it's avoiding that pain of like okay this is going to be chaos but what are the things that I can do to make it less chaotic right and again I, there's so many instances of this in the Enneagram that we've been through so far but like the six planning and over planning seems to be almost um, to counteract that seven who's like spontaneous let's go let's be so I wonder do you feel like there's a little bit of a tug of war sometimes between the like desire to just oh, yeah. be free and go and yes. whatever but also to plan well that's why I like think I definitely have one pieces to me as well as because I do like order I do like structure and yet at the same time I like the fact that I can just be like all right I'm abandoning that today. Like we're going to go do something totally different, but it does give me that peace, that like inner peace to have things planned out and to have, be prepared, be prepared. Sure. is like a big inner, like how can I be prepared for this? And it also helps me in the variety of jobs I've had in my life is like anticipating needs or anticipating things that I know might be stressors for those around me mm. and being able to mm. speak into that so that, my hope is to prepare and or alleviate like pain yes. from not only myself, but others. Okay. So my question, if I may ask it, um, for those especially, I mean, who have a seven in their life, but maybe especially a seven kid. So I have a son that I 
oh, if he's not a seven, then <laughs> I think I'd, I'd place him a lot of money on that. Um, and I think of, for instance, like he will want to do, he signed up for all sports camp and thank God, because he doesn't know, he can't decide what he wants to do. And so like throughout the year, this past year, he said five different sports that he wants to try. And then he started drum lessons and he wants to do that, but then he wants to quit. And I feel like sometimes as a parent, I'm like, how do I encourage you to try all these things, but also keep you, you know, kind of rooted. Um, and another thing I've noticed with him, which I don't know if it's just a kid thing, but the impulse, the impulse spending or the like, oh, I'm going to buy Robux. And I like, I, oh, did I really just buy Robux? No, I'm going to buy some more Robux. Like he, uh, he just wants to spend and that anticipation of something fun mm -hmm. is so important. Mm -hmm. But I guess what I'm asking is like, how do you, um, yeah, like what do you wish someone would have done for you as a kid hmm. to kind of like support you, but also give you maybe, maybe a little bit of that structure or even help you find the night, like sit with the difficult emotions? That's I'll a really shut good up question. Now. No, I like that. Um, I love the idea that there is such a thing as all sports camp. Yeah. That was not a thing growing up. I wasn't much of a sports person, but I might have been apt to try it, knowing I wasn't going to be locked into, you have to play softball for this mm. whole season now, whereas we're going to explore all of these different things. So I think encouraging those kinds of activities where you can explore a variety of things, but you are committed for that time to exploring those five sports, and it's not unlimited. There is a cap to it. Sure. Um, with sitting with feelings and sitting with, you know, having to commit to one thing or having to sit with uncomfortable um, pain, mm -hmm. I think that it's important to not label things as bad or good. Okay. Uh, when it comes to emotions, it's just you're having an emotion. And just because you're angry doesn't mean that it's bad or that you're a bad person. And mm. just because you're sad doesn't mean that people aren't going to want to be around you to really embrace a whole spectrum of portraying and expressing emotions, both yourself as a parent and seeing that and, and recognizing that in a child, I see that you're doing this. How are you feeling about that? Okay. And if they don't have the language for that, helping them to find the language for that. Okay. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah. What about, so let's just take that farther into adulthood now. Like what do you wish people knew about sevens or understood about sevens that you don't think mm. people do? I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, see, again, this is maybe this is a seven thing of being like, don't make me, don't make me put myself into the box of seven because I could be all of them. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. I think that, that we're not we're not as irresponsible as we are. I was just gonna say are. that maybe we're that not, you're not. Yeah. We're not as irresponsible as we may look. Okay. Because behind all of the action is thought. Yeah. There's thought. Mm -hmm. Um, and for some of us, there may be more planning than others, but there is definitely mm -hmm. thought of this is going to bring me the most joy. This is going to bring others the most joy. Like, why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I do this? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, uh, I think, yeah, that's a big thing. We're yeah. not, we're not just super flighty. Um, and come just like, come play, come join us just for, if it's the most uncomfortable thing you could do give us an hour and really, really get into it. Don't like, don't hold back because I think what my goal as a seven is to help people appreciate the moment and help people 
fully get into the joy of things and not have to feel like I have, if I'm an adult, I have to express joy this way. And I have to, you know, I can be excited, but I can't be over the top excited because then people would think I'm a child. You know, I, I want to encourage, I want to live a life that shows people that it's okay to play, that it's okay to express joy in whatever that way looks for you. Um, and yeah, like just come play with us. Mm -hmm. Even if it's uncomfortable, try mm -hmm. it out just for a short period of time. My three um, productivity <laughs> alarm is going off. Like, pl what? Play? <laughs> we can't do that. We have things to do. So schedule it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but no, but I think that's, again, that's, I don't know if you'd be more like, um, not practical, maybe? Yeah. Oh, I, oh, again, I don't think there's any secret in this room. Yep. I'm definitely more like you on that side of like, nope, produce, produce, produce. Right. I have a task list list and I'm going to do it. But if I schedule it, if I then I think I can. If I schedule yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why Michelle's always been good for me in that way, right? She's always been like, "Tom, I'm I'm driving by, let's go for a walk." And I'm like, yep. "Okay, let's let's do it." Mm -hmm. I need someone to kind of push me into that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I work hard, but I work better if I have that time to play yeah. or to go on an adventure or to explore and to have that flexibility if I was locked down into like a set number of hours where I wasn't doing something different and I was maybe I was just doing um some task list list on a computer I would not be as productive as if you know half an hour I'm doing this work and then I'm meeting with somebody and talking through a plan we have for an upcoming event and then I'm getting back to the office work and then I'm, you know, bouncing back and forth is helpful. It helps me to be more productive than if I was doing one thing for a very extended amount of time. Yeah. And that's how it's always been. Even in school, I couldn't just do like three hours of a history paper. I would have to break it up. Yeah, okay. Did you agree with my list on Sunday about like jobs that sevens like? Like I was tr tr thinking of like action. Like I do think like sevens want to be like pilots or flight attendants or. Well, I mean, that is very intriguing right? to me because I have in my mind been like, wouldn't it be cool to be a flight attendant? all the things. Oh, and all the people. Places, travel you know? anywhere. Yeah. Or like a cruise line, like activity yeah, yeah, coordinator. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Um, those are definitely fun and yeah, you get to be around a lot of different people, a lot of different places. Um, I loved the youth pastor one. Yeah, right. Um, because again, like I I thoroughly enjoyed, and, and some people were like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't work with kids. And especially like in the youth setting of a church, I couldn't do that. But I, I loved it. I loved working with youth. I loved working with kids. Yep. Um, and I still do. I think that... Um, yeah, that holds pretty strong to the sevens. Those job descriptions, um, even in, in the job that I do currently, um, there is such an element of play and adventure. Um, and you helping. got slimed last yeah, I week. I did. I got slimed. Like oh my pure gosh. Nickelodeon fantasies right there. Yes. <laughs> Ultimate dream. And it was so funny because a coworker of mine was last in line and she was verbally processing how embarrassing this was and how mortified she was and how she didn't want to do it. And I was like, I'm going first. This is the best day ever. I am so excited That's to be so here. Funny. It's so perfect. And when I was, I think you did that while I was preparing yes. for this. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> well, I did send it. I sent the video to Tom and I said, classic seven. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. It's so That's true. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
yeah, I guess my, I have one last question. Uh, Carrie and I have like throughout the series asked different people, different things. And if you don't have something for this, that's fine. But, uh, when it comes to like relationship with God or spirituality, like, um, what are the ways that you would connect with God? Maybe that are more that again, you can only speak for yourself, but maybe are more in line with like the sevens way of thinking, acting, doing, um, and also tied in, like, what are the challenges of that? Mm-hmm. I think, um, doing, doing work. So like mission work or local outreach mm. work, um, anything that had to do with volunteering, mm. that is very exciting to a seven because it's part of what you said about the two yeah. piece, which you're still helping. You. Yeah. 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 You have yeah. that, that want to help others. And especially in the volunteer capacity, it's usually a short term thing. So you're pouring all your energy and excitement and, and awe and wonder into, wow, I wonder how I can really dig in here in this capacity. And then we're getting another opportunity to do it and serve in that capacity. And then we're getting another. So volunteerism, I'm, I'm wondering if sevens are very high in their volunteer rate because mm-hmm. I within myself identify like, if you have something coming up and you need people to help with it, yes, I want to sign me up. I want to yeah, do that. That is an interesting thought. I don't know. Um, I think, so can you repeat like the second half, what would be difficult? Yeah. So when it talks, um, so maybe I'll I'll frame it another way. Yeah. On Sunday I said, I think this whole stop running piece of just like, be still. And this is what this person after church was basically telling me Mm to like, I have a problem with being still, Mm. being quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, because I just want to go, 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 do, do, do. So that might be a challenge for a seven. Again, may or may not be for you. Again, we're talking about healthy because healthy, like we understand that, we see that, we we discipline ourselves to do that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so that's another way of saying it. Like, um, do you struggle with being quiet? Um, does that bring up pain? You know, so, like that, yeah. Yes, it's, it's funny because being still and quiet within my home is like such a struggle for me. The seven in me says, I want to go somewhere new, somewhere outside, somewhere where I have like water nearby or I'm in the woods. And that's my like way to lock in and really go deeper with God is, but there's still that adventure piece like, oh, I'm going to go out to this park that I know of that I really like that has a waterfall and I'm going to sit and be reflective by the waterfall. But it is, it's that like needing more. Oh, Mm -hmm. I can't just sit and be with God. I can, but there's that struggle of, I can't just sit in this place and be with God. Like I want to be out there and be with God, or I want to be, um, you know, I, I, sometimes I feel like maybe I'm not good enough just being with God, but doing with God, you know, there is that struggle Mm. of like, I can't just be, I have to do and, Mm -hmm. and be. Yeah, that's really helpful. Oh, I like that though, because I feel like it's like, oh, how can I look at being with God as an adventure? And mm-hmm. and I think there's some people that I know that wake up every day and they're like, okay, God, what are we doing today? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's kind of a seven, mm-hmm. you know, what you just said, like a, um, that he's with you on the adventure. And I absolutely connect most with God um, when I'm out in nature. There's something about being outside and being in his creation and being, again, maybe it's that joy piece of really being able to be like, wow, God, this sunset is amazing. I chase sunsets. I chase sunrises, waterfalls. 
like being in that is, is my form of worship, you know, is being like, while I'm actively in this spot with you, God, looking at what you've created here. And that helps me to go deeper is to like actively be in that experiential Mm -hmm. piece Mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Versus I know we can access God anywhere at all times. um, But for me, my drive is more like if I'm going to connect with God for my own reflection with him, I want to be doing it somewhere. Yeah. Exciting. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. In your opinion, can chasing coffee shops also be a spiritual experience? (laughs) I do think so. (laughs) The amount that you connect with others in coffee spaces, Mm -hmm. I think that might be your ministry, your coffee ministry. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I just needed to hear that affirmation from my friend here. Well, Michelle, thank you for being our guest today. It's been awesome to talk with you and uh, we love you. And again, I would just say, um, I hope that this series has been helpful for people. We've enjoyed doing it. Oh yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, we've learned a lot and we're going to continue learning together. And we just remember, this is a tool. It is not the gospel. (laughs) Um, We want to use wisdom tools that will just help us... um, yeah, connect in 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 um, the best way we possibly can, and and so just thankful for that, and thank you for Carrie for helping plan this series. Actually, she probably planned more of it. Um, oh no, this was definitely it. <laughs> and to all of our guests, including Max, who never showed up. Yay, Max! Yay, we Max. love you. <laughs> I told him we gave him a shout out. <laughs> So maybe we'll bring Max on at some point. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. I know fun. Tom said that we may or may not come back, but we're coming back. We're going to find something else to talk about. Well, hey, you let us know, actually. If you want this podcast to keep going, email us at, at email me, tngala at CTO. I want to hear from all the sevens who are very com. enthusiastic about us continuing. Yes. yes. All right. Awesome. Thanks Thank for you, having Michelle. me. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.